Hi, and welcome to Real Trail Talk. I am Donovan D'Souza from The Long Ways Better. And I'm Mark Pybus from The Life of Pi. Welcome to episode 80, and a big apology for everyone listening in real time because I think it's been about three months since we last had an episode. Yeah, um, so, I mean, we had, uh, I guess, a few things happen. So, you know, we both were supposed to go away in July, but in the end, only one of us went away. <laughs> you yeah. went in August, but yeah. I had July a holiday planned to Queensland. So I had my fifth attempt to go and do the Thorsbyn Trail thwarted by circumstance due to the Delta outbreak, meaning that we couldn't travel. Yeah, and then I went to Exmouth, and then a couple of weeks passed, and I was doing an end-to-end of the Mundabidi, and we just decided that was it. We'd just have a, a really long break. Yeah, it just wasn't... There was just no feasible way. Like, we, I think we had, like, a very small window between the two things that you had on. Mm. Um, and because our holiday was basically cancelled to um, Queensland, Alyssa and I did uh, a Mundabidi week that, again, it, it just ended up being, like, just too late for when you were going to be going for your Exmouth trip, and, yeah, just... Yeah wasn't going to happen you're a bit of a grump as well <laughs> when your trip got cancelled uh, yeah was i was a bit I, bummed out yeah pretty bummed out you know um particularly because i've tried to do it so many times you know it hurt that bit more you know there were, there were literal tears when we had to cancel that because you know this is uh the third time we've cancelled it and the fifth time we've wanted to do it and it's bloody difficult to get a booking for that hike so mm. One day. One day. But we have a new episode, and if you've clicked on the title, you probably know what it is. So we're doing Manjum Up to Northcliff on the Mundabidi, and joining us is Autumn Entwender, Michelle Ryan from Feed the Hike and Walking 2x2 and everything else on the, on the internet. Um, welcome, Michelle. Hi, and thank you for having me back, guys. Um, Don, I don't think you're ever going to get to do that walk, I'm sorry oh, to say. I, I really hope that that's not the case. Uh, you know, I think, when did we do that bucket list episode? Because I, I talked about that. That was a long time ago. Years, and, three years ago. And I talked about it being like an achievable one. Mm. Bloody hell. No, you know, like. <laughs> far from achievable right now. I mean, I've tried two years in a row to get to the Heisen, and I'm still not there. So maybe next year. Yeah. We can only hope. I'm only ever thinking about stuff to do in WA until like things are a lot clearer. Because yeah. even just trying to think about going interstate is just, it's it's not going to happen. No, no, I don't think so. Not for a while. But you know what? We've got a really good state. We do. We yeah. are very fortunate. It's huge and it's quite diverse from the top to the bottom. Mm -hmm. So there's lots for us to do. Yeah. And yeah, every t every month of the year, there's a, always a good spot to visit so we're going to talk about the Mundabidi, which is our thousand and something kilometer mountain biking trail. Now, Michelle, you did this south to north in, was it March or April this year? Yeah, March, April. March, April. Yeah. Um, so so this will be a bit of a, a mental gymnastics for you trying <laughs> to figure out talking north to south here. Yeah. Yeah. So wh why did you not do it from the south? It was so good from the south. Um, it's the same reason I don't like walking the bib south to north is you especially in the winter months is you're staring into the sun a lot and I hate that and the really? photos look terrible yeah people oh. argue with me but like yeah. if you take notice it's not enjoyable okay yeah I did the bib from south to north um exact it was almost exactly four years 
earlier mm. and um, and I loved it. Yeah. So manage them up. Yes. What did you think of this town? Don's already given his opinion in the last episode. Okay. I didn't. I only pulled in there for a coffee. Um, I've been to Manchester up a few times, but um, yeah, I'd only whizzed in there for a cup of coffee halfway through the day, and mm. well, actually, it was early morning, and then whizzed on out and kept going north. So um, I did not see a trail sign though. I've got there. a feeling there's people were standing on the side of the road blocking it as I was riding along bitching to myself about no trail signs. It's so up the oh. front of the uh, train station, the old train yeah. station. Yeah. On the, the linear park. park bit. Yeah, I think that's why there were people standing there. Mm. So, yeah, so I really, I didn't stay in Manjum up for long. Just enough time to have a nice cup of coffee and you know, sat in the park and then, yeah, off I went. So, but the ride in was lovely. I did enjoy the ride into Manjimup, mm. which for you was the ride out. Indeed. Um, so I enjoyed Manjimup. I've always been a bit prejudiced against it because it's, in my mind, associated with logging and dirt bikes, and they're not two of my favourite things. Mm. But the town itself is like staying there is quite nice. There's a, a few cafes that are really good. Um, the motel that we stayed at had a very good restaurant attached to it, even though it was a bit out of town, which um, Aaron did not enjoy that, that ride after so we you, finished. So you stayed in Manji? Stayed in Manji at the Kingsley Motel, I think it is, yeah. Um, but yeah, it has a lot going for it. It's the, the heart of the truffle area. Because yeah. that's what I, I associate with Manjum up, you know. It's mm. black culinary gold. Yeah, and in the summer they've also got the cherries as well. It's, yeah. Nice. I think now that uh, the ban on logging in native forests has come in, hopefully they'll look to diversify a lot more and yeah. really grow and uh, expand into a, a fantastic trail town. Yeah. Um, so leaving Manjimup. Before you leave Manjimup, if you're looking to collect the five kings, there's a short side trip that you can do here. Um, and, you know, like I've, I've said this to you before that I kind of see... You know, the, the town to town or town to campsite days are quite achievable. And I think there's two options you can have there if you find it achievable is that you can either double or you can add things as side trips that you can go have a look at. And there is uh, a King Jarrah that's just a short way out of town. And there is actually a cycle path that goes all the way to the King Jarrah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's something that's um, just to the north of like the, where the Mandabidi goes. If you kept it going up a little bit past uh, through town, there's a road that goes up to the King Jarrah. Oh, and right. Yeah, so that was one of the, the kings that you can collect along the way. Uh, one of the two King Jarrahs. Um, there's two King Jarrahs, two King Carries, and one King Tingle along the way. I did think about doing it, but... That was meant to be a pretty bad day for weather. I was like, I don't want to add another 10Ks or whatever it was just to collect that one one king. So that's where my streak ended. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and this was after stubbornly walking up that hill to go see the King Jarrah near Dwelling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this was not worth it. <laughs> but you got the other four? Um, I got the one near Donnelly River. Yep. Where's the other one? Uh, Valley of the Giants, the um, understory. No, I didn't do that. I didn't okay. do that walk. But I've done it before yeah. <laughs> and we were there. Yeah, fair enough. 
Um, so yeah, leaving town, I was actually quite surprised at this. Is once you cross over the highway, you're immediately into like pretty nice Jarra forest um, for a, a little stint mm. before you then back into the suburbs. But that was quite a nice little bit of single track. Yeah, and when I did this the first time was September 2020, and the 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 purple creeping hovia was mm. everywhere, so it just looked gorgeous. Last time I did it, which was with Alyssa, well, we did the reverse. We went from Pemberton up to Manjimup. Um It was not quite as nice looking, but it was nice and, and lush, definitely, mm. still, because it was winter. Yeah. Because it's just weird, like, immediately after leaving town, it's forest, whereas yeah. sometimes you get the suburbs and then some patchy forest, and then you're finally into it, but... This was quite nice, but then you do get into the back streets and by the school and then onto the highway. Yeah. I didn't enjoy being on the highway, but I had my all plate on, on the back of my bike, on the back mm. of Sid. So, um, yeah, that was all right. But, mm. yeah, the, I don't enjoy the highway, but those single trails were absolutely beautiful. And the countryside around there is just glorious. Mm. Very, very nice. And because I rode through there early in the morning, so there were, it was quite a crisp morning and there was a lot of mist around. Mm. So it just really added the atmosphere. It was gorgeous. I think it's actually worse the way that you came because having now done the section front to back, yeah, um, I can say that... It, Heading along the road, there's actually a bit of a shoulder if you're heading south. Okay. Whereas there was, north, I don't recall a shoulder. There's like a gutter yeah. just yes. right next to the yes, road. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's a bit nerve wracking, especially mm. when you know you're not going as fast as some of those trucks. Yeah, definitely. And they come boring down behind you. Mm. But um, yeah. It is tempting because uh, going north to south, you see the, the sign that says Mount Barker, 150 k's away, and you're like, oh, that's then only 200 k's to Albany. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't want to do that along the highway. No. <laughs> um, but then you do turn into the, the state forest, which to me just looked like a plantation. The way they'd done it, I think they'd probably previously logged and then planted again. It was just all straight lines. Yeah, it alternates between quite nice and clearly on like all rail forms mm. and bits that are like mm, not great yeah. um, with very obvious logging uh still going on yes they had that there was a 6k diversion through there when i went through mm. um yeah and they were logging so they were diverting you onto the highway to mm. miss that section which is a great shame because it was it is absolutely beautiful through there in my opinion um yeah, I love those narrow trails that it actually goes on, and they were like rail trails. Mm-hmm. So it's it's one of those things where, I, for me, I I got annoyed, but then because you're on some nice single track that's an old rail form, and it's quite easy but flowing, I you know my my anger would subside as soon as I got some nice riding in there. Yeah. So, but I know that you said that you found this a little frustrating yeah because like the the rail trail section was really nice and we were kind of toing and froing with this one older guy who we'd catch up to and then he'd overtake us over a few days and i rode with him through there it was really nice and we had a bit of a chat and then we got onto one of the vehicle tracks and it was just like terrible like you could just see they'd piled up all the logs they'd clear felled next to the road and yeah. they'd left like one tree in there i'm just like oh i just was so angry that day because 
Manjimup is a logging town and yes people are employed but it's not a money-making exercise and now that they finally banned it I think the the pennies finally dropped that no we shouldn't be logging native forest yeah and that's I mean that, that's happened in the time since our last episode really because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I actually sat my parents down and Alyssa and we all did it yeah. to get that to get that um you know the survey through the thing that annoys me about this so you you know michelle you went there and there was a diversion there was yeah six kilometer diversion is that because of go, logging is that they, they then go it's now done here you go this is fine and that's not okay like mm. they should think about what's the visual aspect um to a rider coming through there because yes it's now you can return to the main trail but if it's hideous why there's, yeah. there's heaps of other vehicle tracks through the area. You can reroute the trail. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And definitely don't put you on the highway. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's quite a few, like, we passed a few logging diversions along the trail, and it's like, well, is this just a showcase of all oh, the great forests, but oh, sorry, we're going to have to log them now? Like, there's no, like, even attempt at creating a corridor of trees just yeah. to have the illusion that we're riding through kind of nice forests. I have to say, though, um, a lot of the logging diversions that I came across were not actually active. Mm, they mm. were old diversions that hadn't been taken down. I'm mm. not sure who's responsible for that. Um, but I found that very frustrating because you'd be then diverted onto a horrible corrugated dirt road mm. or like that one, the main highway, um, rather than go through something that obviously isn't being used at the moment, Mm -hmm. but nobody's taken the sign down. So I found that, yeah, a lot of the time those diversions weren't actually active. Um, Past the logging area and everything, it's... I mean, there's a lot of road riding, but then you kind of... You turn off onto some quieter roads and then head towards the Warren River catchment area. Well, I mean, there's that section that's really outstanding, which is all like... It's almost like a cross-country single-track section. Yes. That's Mm. that's lovely. And Alyssa, like, says, what what would you call this? And I said, like, you know, this is kind of like an XC trail. And she's like, oh, this is fun. I, I really got to love those single tracks. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was having most of my fun. I actually skipped this section. <laughs> oh, no. Because no. I was on one of the roads and I was waiting for a car to pass and then the guy actually stopped and he owned the farm that you come up to the edge of. Yep. And we had a bit of a chat and, um, and Aaron was off ahead. So I went through some of the single trail and I got to the edge of the farm and I was taking all these photos and I just figured the trail went down the edge of the farm. And it was really nice and yeah. I kind of got carried away a bit, but it just goes diagonally. So I got to the bottom and I turned left and I hadn't seen a trail marker for ages. So I got the map and I was getting attacked by mosquitoes and I just went to the end and then Aaron's waiting. He's like, where the hell were you? <laughs> he said, that was beautiful single trail. I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is, it was nice. It's just when it's that up and down and flowing, you can't see too far ahead. You're just kind of like tootling along. I love that kind of riding on the Mundabiti. Yeah. yeah. I think what's really good about that section is that while it is quite twisty, it's not so twisty that you're going to have to hit the brakes all the time to take those corners. Mm. So it's it feels fun without feeling, you know, like super, super technical and laborious. Mm. Yeah, I think that's where people who complain there's not enough single trail on the Mundibidi, that's what they want, not necessarily like technical single trail yeah it's just more about like yeah that immersion in the forest 
without being on vehicle tracks too long. Mm. But I, I feel like those things are coming. I feel like the the attitude that the um, you know the foundation have is to try and make the ride better. Like I think there's both an understanding that you know I've said this before about the world class thing that the Bibbleman, Mandabidi, all the all the you know they always love to push the world class aspect. But I feel like there is a view that they go well. It's a really good trail, but it could be even better. Hmm. And so a lot of the stuff that they are doing is to improve the trail, put in more of the single track that is fun, but not so difficult and technical that you can't do it, um, but then take you off really crappy roads or hills that are mm. not necessary. So it's a trail yeah. that's evolving. Yeah. yeah. Which is great. Yeah. Because, yes, I mean, unlike when you're hiking, like if a hill gets pretty steep, you can kind of cop that. But yeah. on a bike, if it gets over like 10% gradient, it becomes really difficult to ride unless you're in yeah. your lowest gear and just kind of just plowing along and then it's no faster if you just get off and walk. So yeah. I like when they put in the switchbacks. It's it's harder, but it's also easier at the same time. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I find if I've got to get off and walk, I'm quite happy to do that, um, especially because my bike was only in second gear constantly. I couldn't get it out of second gear. (laughs) So it ended up when I got to those hills, it became a competition to myself, a little game. Like how far can I push myself up that hill before it will not go any further? Mm. And um, yeah, I'd go as far as I could and then I'd have to walk. Um, And then I'd be walking and I'd forget to get back on the bike because I was too busy enjoying the walk. And then I realised that, hang on a minute, I'm pushing a bike here. I can actually ride. So, <laughs> yeah, the so same this went thing. on constantly throughout the whole ride. Yeah, yeah, I had the same thing. I lost my lowest two climbing gears. Like, I don't know, maybe... Actually, it was the first day. Like, one of them was just... It would just clink and then get out of gear and go into one gear. And like, oh, yeah, I, I got, remember that. Got to a certain chain. point where it was just like, all right, I'm not getting out of third gear. I'll just ride as fast as I can up this hill until it's yeah. just like, no, I need to take a photo of something yeah. as an excuse. But yeah, it is kind of tough when you have those those mechanical issues that force you off the bike at certain points. Yeah, but early on in the piece, I decided, you know what? Don't worry about it. Mm. Just Just go on with it and take it as it comes. Yep. Otherwise, I just would have got very upset and wouldn't have wanted to be out there because mm. I, I found by day three I was really frustrated. So I had to change my mental attitude on how I dealt with it yep. and thought, look, I can't do anything about it. I'll just keep moving mm. um, and enjoy the ride for what it is. So speaking of hills, um, there is the bit from the single trail then leading down to where you follow the Warren River for a little bit. And Michelle, for you, this would have been... This was an up. Yeah, yeah. a big up. It was a big up. And it was actually a very warm day that day and quite still. There was no breeze. So, yeah, it was a bit nasty. In fact, I think I um, mostly walked on that bit. Mm. So I just remember it's been like, oh, yeah, great downhill section. Looking forward to, I know the Warren River's there. I hope we get to see a good amount of it. And, yeah, just really enjoying it. Then we got into the river. I was like, yes. And I thought about it. I was like, oh, that's that's not a fun hill to go back up. No, no. It was not fun at all. Mm. So, yeah, for me, I guess I've done it downhill on an acoustic bike. I've done it uphill on an electric yeah. bike. So it didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's not fair. You're just rubbing that in now. Um, he likes to do that. He does. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think, you know, this this section, I say one of the weaknesses of this day is how up and down it is. Um, sometimes seemingly unnecessarily so, but I don't know how you'd get around it because there's probably the issue is land use, that there's probably a flatter way to go. Yeah. But how do you get around what is existing farmland? Because this whole area is well, a lot of farmland. It's land. a lot of farmland, so you've yeah. got a lot of fight between yeah. Yeah, so, where you know, to put the trail. I think it's okay for what it is. Um, I think going south is now better because they've, you know, later on we'll talk about a, di- a diversion that they've, mm. a permanent diversion that they've made coming into Quinnanup. Um, but even then, it's still a lot of up, down, up, down, up, down through this day, which can be a bit frustrating. But then, so can super flat track. Like, if you get no descents in a day and you're just going like flat all day for 50Ks, that can also be a bit frustrating because you never get the time to break and, and yeah. go downhill. I actually enjoyed going up and down. And you're right about the super flat track. Mm. It does get boring. You end up tuning out mm. and you go into a total daydream. So, yeah, I, I think it makes you work for it and you enjoy it a lot more if you've got to push up and then you get to do the ride down and that's so much fun. Yep. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind because this area, I mean, naturally is quite hilly, but it was just like turning onto Wheatley Coast Road. I was like, if I know if I follow this, it goes straight to Quinnan up and then you kind of turn left after the Warren River again. And I was just like, oh, what now? And I was like, oh, plantations. We're getting into the plantations. <laughs> <laughs> but the Warren River bit's really lovely. Like I, I both times I stopped and, you know, took a lot of photos through here because I thought it was um, quite spectacular. You know, there's a lot of like banksias growing along the river mm-hmm. and... Lots of moss on every bit of tree that can find. Yep. Yeah, it is quite quite pretty and you are quite close to it as well. Mm which a lot of the rivers sometimes you don't get that view of. Yeah. Was there much water when you went through? Because we had a lot of rain between my trip and your trip. Yeah. So, so was, you would have had a lot more water, whereas it wasn't quite so full when I yeah, went Yeah, the rivers, almost every river was as full as I've ever seen it, doing yeah. the Bib or the Mundabidi. So, yeah, it was it was quite spectacular. and But nothing like too out of the ordinary with puddles. I think we got quite a dream run going into when we started of like nice-ish weather yeah um, but this day i think there was storms forecast so we were trying to push into quinn up to get there before that hit um which was a bit of a race but it's still a nice ride and then once you get onto wheatley coast road and cross the the warren river again on the the road bridge yeah. like i was looking and i could see that rail bridge yeah. just mm. downstream and i was like oh that's cool like, why don't we go on that and then I went around the corner and actually found where it goes along the road. I was like, oh, that's why it's all broken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's one of those things where it's a, such a shame that those rail bridges were left to rot because mm. they could have used that infrastructure for the Mundabidi. Yeah, they've done of... that on a lot of trails, mm. uh, rail trails around the world. Yep. And it's absolutely fantastic. So, yeah, you're right. It, it is a shame that we can't use that. Mm. And it kind of makes me wonder, like, where's the rail trail around Quinnanup? Because it may have just been swallowed up by plantation, but surely there was a an easier way to get between the Warren River and, and Quinnanup. Probably through a farm or something. Yeah, because um, then you hit those plantations. And there's like, something different, but they're also, like, 
just a bit unnatural. Mm. Yeah, I don't enjoy the plantations at all. Mm. Yeah. And it was kind of like, it just went on forever for me. And it's like, when are we actually going to turn on to a, a road that will take us to Quinnan up? Mm. Yeah. The the first one that you see heading south where the trees are quite large is quite nice. Like, I don't mind if they're big pines, mm. but when they're, they're like just the crappy small ones and they're, you know, barely taller than you, that's not fun to ride through. Yeah. Uh, you know what I hate? I hate that they're all in a perfect line. And they're all yeah, together. I, yeah. I just hate that. Yeah. I, 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 I'd like, I want to mess it up. Mm-hmm. It's like someone with OCD has gone and lined them all up. It's Yeah. Yeah. It just has an unnatural appearance yeah. about it. And also, this is like some of the worst ups and downs of the day. So you're, you're going uphill, but it's not like it's nice scenery. <laughs> yeah. It's like I can see the top of that hill. Pedal, 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 pedal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's that, that, there's that old house. That's kind of cool, mm. um, which, you know, I think people, I'm sure every cyclist stops and goes and checks it out. Um, but that's like the only respite you have from like quite unexciting riding th- yeah. that's just up and down through pine plantation that's clearly been uh, harvested fairly recently. Yeah. Mm. Mm. This afternoon I was racing, the showers coming in and I could see the dark skies and I was like, I'm not going to wait for Aaron. <laughs> yeah. I'll enough. just go up these hills as quickly as I can and down them, and then it just started to pour down. So luckily, I was near the edge of the like the native forest. So I just kind of had a bit of a rest there. But after that, I was just like, I'm just getting into Quinn and up as quickly as I can. Yeah. And there's that um, the downhill when you hit the road again, and I was so cold and wet from stopping, and I was mm. just like, oh, I need a hill right now. <laughs> so that descent wasn't like that the first time I did it. It was only about half as long. Mm. Um, and what happened was the Mundabidi turned right and then went down for no reason whatsoever and went up again, and it was just a slog. It was just painful to ride up that hill. Um, when by the time that you would have done it, Michelle, it was actually fixed. Okay. Um, so the the other way was maybe a bit nicer because there was carry forest you rode yep. through. Yeah. But there was a ridiculous descent and ascent for no reason. Yeah. Whereas now it just goes straight across the top of the hill and then goes down the the bitumen road, which yeah. is a much better uh, experience. Yeah. No, coming up that though, I just had lunch. Incredible! All the the energy in you. I yeah, I stopped and had a hamburger and a beer and a cat nap. I was there for about an hour and a half, and then I hit the road. Oh my! Not a good move. Mm. No, not a good move. It was very hard because it was very warm, Mm. and as I said before, there was no breeze. Um, and it was second half of the day. Mm. So yeah, I was cursing that hill the whole way. Alyssa and I did that on electric bikes. <laughs> oh, I hate you. <laughs> but actually, I think it's, it was more fun coming in because you go down the hill and it's yeah. just awesome. If everyone could see, he's got this pot here with a spoon and he's stirring. <laughs> <laughs> like a witch's cauldron. <laughs> um, but yeah, Quinnanup, it's, it's a nice town. It's more like a holiday town than it is an actual town town. Yeah, it's almost like... There's not much to it at all. It's smaller than Donnelly River, really. <laughs> it is. I will Tiny. hold my tongue here because someone had a go at me on one of my Quinnanup hike posts because I said there's nothing here but a holiday village and something else. And they're like, well, there's a, 
a tavern and an eco park and this and that. And I was just like, okay, but there's not really not much here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have to recommend the food, the burger at the tavern. Agreed. It was amazing. Yeah. So yeah. Recent, and they were very lovely people in there. Really, yeah. really nice. Recently yeah. rebuilt because it did burn down in a fire okay. in 2016 or 2015. Mm. Um, so nice new building, always a fire going, beautiful spot. Menu is interesting. Like they've got good stuff and they do it well. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I've had their seafood basket a few times and very much enjoyed it. Mm. Good wine selection, good beer selection. Mm. Can't really complain. Yeah. You know, considering it's the only place in town, Mm. it's great that there's a great only place in town. Yeah. No, it was wonderful because they've got that really wide veranda too. Mm. Yeah. Because it was very hot. It was nice to sit on the wide veranda and have that icy cold beer and just rest. Yeah. So that was the opposite. So we arrived and it started raining quite a lot. Um, Aaron and I just sat by the fire for the afternoon because it was, we were in quite early. And then I got to a point, I was just like, I need to stretch my legs. Like, I know I've cycled 40-something kilometers. So I went for a walk around the lake, um, which is actually a really nice walk. And I hadn't done it since 2015. And there's a lot of holiday homes around that lake. And it was, yeah, really enjoyable. I think if you're only doing a half day or a 40-kilometer day into Quinnanup and you're staying there, definitely check out um, the Carry Lake Trail. Mm. It's just a, a shortish walk from the tavern. And is that where you stayed the night? We stayed at the Eco Park, yeah. which I wasn't quite keen on staying because I'd heard some bad stories about, you know, shoddy accommodation and things not being clean. But apart from some very, very soft mattresses, it was it was fine for what you paid for it. Yeah, I agree because I, I, we stayed there and I heard you know people say it was terrible, but except for the fact that the beds are like wormholes into another world, like you really sink <laughs> oh, no. into them. They, they were comfortable beds, you know, like they're, yeah. just, they're just, you know, the springs need to be resprung. Um, and, you know, like, I mean, seriously, what's, if you're staying in a campsite, it would be more rustic than that, yeah. you know, like... I feel like maybe the people who who do that don't ever camp, mm. maybe. Because if you've had the choice between that or camping, that's luxury, you know, and I say yeah. inverted commas yeah. compared to, you know, sleeping in a shelter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is, it's comparable to the Donnelly River bunkhouse, except you have your own bathroom attached to the cabin. Yeah. And there's a bit okay. more room to move about. Yeah. And you do actually get the kangaroos on the lawn at the eco resort too, or yeah. eco park. So it's kind of like a mini Donnelly River in some cases. Yeah, so Alyssa and I really enjoyed it. And I think, you know, I think because the expectations were so low, yeah. it was like vastly exceeded when we were there. And it, it also, um, I mean, this is one of those points where it intersects with that um, that Warren Blackwood. Um, yeah, stock route. Stock route, yeah. which is kind of cool that, you know, they, they've got this, you know, it's, you know, Quinnanup's not much, but it's a trail town with two major trails coming through it. Yeah, and the creepy, creepy gnome garden bit that's just weird. <laughs> yeah, it's not It's not like charming like Gnomesville. It's yeah. just like murder town. And it's even weirder because Aaron and I had dinner at the tavern and then rode back in the rain Yeah, with the lights on and then all of a sudden you turn a corner and there's these gnomes just like lined <laughs> up. I'm You're glad like, I didn't see that. I'm going to get murdered here. <laughs> Yeah, it's a cool little town, Quinnanup, and we hadn't originally planned to stay there. I was going to, I'd planned to double into Pemberton because of the weather, 
and the distance, Aaron kind of twisted my arm and I, I relented and we did this as two days and mm. skipped our, our rest day in Pemby. Um, so moving on, so Quinnan up then into Pemberton, another shortish day at about 40 kilometres. Um, I didn't mind this little strip. Yeah. I didn't mind it at all. It wasn't hard. It wasn't easy. It was just, it was just comfortable. Yeah, it was a day. Um, it was a day, yeah. Mm. Um, and, of course, it was quite misty in the morning when I went through near the farmlands and that, and that was just beautiful with the, the sun beaming through the trees. Um, yeah, and the forest was pretty. So I don't know what it was like when you went through, but for me it was quite pretty. Um, for me, this was a day that I was kind of dreading because of the weather. So it was yeah. like ridiculously cold. Like I think it got to 10 degrees max okay. and it hailed and there were showers. So leaving Quinnan up, we had a bit of sun and then going through the, it's the King Carry Trail. Mm -hmm. Is this another of the King Carries as part of your five? Uh, yes, yes, it is. The, the trail, the walk trail is called the King Carry Trail, but mm. there's a few named carries Along the way. Along the way, which I think from people telling me some of them may have fallen over in recent years. Oh, okay. But that whole section was just like ride for a little bit, pick up the bike to go over a fallen tree or a okay. fallen Okay, so I didn't have any of that when I went through. Yeah. So obviously with the weather, it's brought a lot down. That's interesting because we, so we, we did that in July, so it would have been only like a month before you and there were no fallen trees yeah. through mm. that section. Yeah, It was just a comfortable ride. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, still enjoyable. Um, and then, yeah, past the highway, we got our first shower of the day, so I kind of huddled under a carry, and they're really yeah. good for, for shelter. There's a photo of, like, a Mary or a Jarrah that's fallen across the track, and that was there when we... Because I saw your photos or Aaron's photos, and mm. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that tree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's one a bit further on from after you cross the highway that they've just... I, I can see that they've gone to chop it down, and then they're like... No, we'll just make a trail around it. Yeah, yeah. Or like one tree has fallen over and they've tried to chop that and then another one fell over in front of it and they're just like, yeah, we'll just divert around. <laughs> That's a bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from, from Quinnan up, there's just it's just nice forest. Like even driving through there, you just get the sense that the Cary Forest is quite wild and it's and just a nice national park to, to ride through. Yeah. Yeah, like, it was very pleasant. Pleasant riding, for sure. Like, I feel there's bits through there where it goes through, like, regrowth carry that's not great. And the first time I rode it, I don't know what it was, but I enjoyed it less. Yeah. But doing it the second time heading north, I didn't I didn't mind the regrowth carry as much. Mm. And I, I don't know what it was. It just maybe just the day was Was just it the time of the year? It was just perfect weather. It was July. Yeah. The weather was... It was the only sunny day we had our whole trip. And I just really enjoyed it. Whereas yeah, you were probably in a good mood. In September when I did it, I don't know, I think because maybe I was kind of come, coming to the end of the trail and it was just like um, maybe a bit sort of utilitarian, like I just want to finish the trail. But when I did this again with Alyssa, it was a lovely day, perfect weather. It was the only sunny day we had the whole time. And also it was Alyssa's first day of this multi-day, so I wanted, wanted to make it a good day for her. So... For that reason, I enjoyed it a bit more, but you know, yeah, I've I like I found the plantation like feel, like it hit me a bit hard because it, mm. it just it seemed a bit uniform. There was just trees, but nothing else. 
Um, so I kind of was just wanting to get over that section. Mm. And then there was some logging further on that I kind of got annoyed at again. <laughs> um, but then you hit the farmland and that kind of put a smile on my dial because there's forest to your left and then there's farmland to your right. And on mm. top of one of the hills, it was like the windows theme. There was just a tree, yeah. green grass, yeah. sunlight, and a bit of bit of cloud. It looked quite nice. And, and great just fast descents through the farmland, which is just awesome to yeah. ride. Yeah. Well, for me, slow ascent. <laughs> <laughs> but there's enough of like both ways, I feel like. Yeah. 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 yeah there, there was actually. It was pretty even. Yeah. And some of the nicest farmland, I think, on the whole trail as well. When you get Very to the, the lake, um, which I believe they hold boat races on uh -huh. during mm. the, the warmer months. Well, I was very tempted to stop and have coffee there. Um, it's just beautiful. It was absolutely glorious. But it's obviously private property. They had a sign there saying no trespassing, mm. unfortunately. But um, it's very tempting. I wanted to sit in that gazebo and... Just yeah. take it all in. Yeah, it just does look so beautiful. Oh, you know, it was gorgeous. Both times I've gone through, I was definitely tempted, but I didn't succumb. Yeah. <laughs> it would be quite nice because there's a lemon farm to your left. You have a nice lemon, maybe a gin and tonic oh, at the gazebo. Stop, stop. <laughs> It'd be yeah. great. That sounds awesome. <laughs> um, and then you hit the river, which um, is all on road, and then there's that nice bridge, and you've got like just beautiful farmland and greenery everywhere. Mm. It just feels like not really WA, kind of feels like the Shire a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Quite beautiful. Um, before you then start ascending and, and then rejoin the forest. Yeah. Yeah. And that forest bit was quite nice. I enjoyed going through that. It felt young, though. The forest felt young. Yeah. I think because when you turn, does, is it the place where there's a sign saying regrowth forest from like 1980-something uh, or 1990-something? could have something? been that spot, yeah. Because yeah. I remember like, oh, I'm as old as these trees and looking up and being mm. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe in a, a few years no, I'll be that, that tall. No, that was back. That was, no, you're thinking of um, near Warpole. Am I? Yeah. I might be. It's yeah, all Yeah, because I remember jumble. that. Yeah, I know. It gets like that. Each day Actually, merges yeah. into the next. So yeah. you're right. Yeah, that's after school. I think that was more. It? Yeah, because I remember that day because I, I saw a stag that day come out of the forest. So I remember that day. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, it is, it is nice forest. Yeah. And you kind of hit like the rail trail type stuff. Um, maybe old logging tracks it's kind of that half-hearted it's not a vehicle track think, it's yeah not a single i think it's track. more logging tracks and rail trail yeah i didn't enjoy that section just the it seemed a little overgrown and you couldn't see the carry forest that well it just kind of it was a bit that you just wanted to be over as quickly as possible yeah but it wasn't difficult section you could move through there quite fast yeah, there'd have been a lot of downhill and then a lot of those hills where you can pick up quite a lot of speed mm. and then carry that up into up the next, next uphill. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't too bad. So I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. Yeah. Damn, didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. got to pedal a little bit. Um, but then you move on to down by Eastbrook and that is yeah. a fantastic area. That's like what you imagine carry forest to yes. be like. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know both times through Eastbrook, we just end up spending a lot of time just enjoying it because it's just it's so beautiful. Mm. Uh, the only problem was um, heading north the second time was we turned onto the, what was, you were saying, you know, like either a tramway, a logging tramway or a mm. logging road. 
there was this bit where three trees had fallen all at once. Oh, no. Uh. And so we had to lift the bikes and, you know, electric bikes are bloody heavy. Oh, yeah, loaded they are. with cumbersome. Yeah. Yep, loaded with, um, you know, bike packing gear. Not the best. Mm. Um, luckily, Alyssa's got She-Hulk strength and she lifted it over. <laughs> oh, good for her. Um, but, you know, that was that was the only real major problem yeah, you know, I think of of all my trips that I've done, that was the only time I had, you know, just a ridiculously massive tree that mm. um, was a, a bit of a problem. I didn't encounter too many blowdowns on my journey. I, I think a lot of that happened after because we had a lot of bad stormy weather come through after. Yeah. So I was fortunate. I only had one day I think where I did have a lot of blowdowns. I think that was before Donnelly River. Okay. Um, but otherwise, no, I was fortunate that I didn't have too many. Mm. And that wasn't there when you were there? No, we had a clear run through there. Yeah, so um, clearly, I mean, that, that's good. Yeah, it means that, somebody's you know, come out and cleared yeah, it up. Yeah, because that's, that's really the, the Donnelly district, isn't it? And they're quite good yeah. at, at clearing things away. And you missed your opportunity to laugh at him for his e-bike disadvantage of being too I heavy. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta pay some way or another, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's no no turbo mode when you're trying to push it over a giant tree. Well, no. Well, you can't ever use turbo mode on the Mundabidi. Like you would just not make it very far. You oh know. no! No, that would be scary, especially going down a hill. Yeah, because tur- turbo mode will just chew through your battery. Like you'd well, you'd you'd only get like 10 k's out of it. Yeah. It's funny. I met a lot of people because I, I was going opposite way. I was yeah. not on a run with other people. So I was meeting people going opposite to me. And the most common question I got asked, did I have an e-bike? Was my bike an e-bike? Really? Yeah. It, I was quite fascinated that why anybody would even attempt to do it on an e-bike because where would you plug in? But clearly you've done sections on an e-bike and you've managed to get through. Yeah, so, I mean, it really depends on, on how. So this middle section here, this whole this whole section, this map, mm. is ideal for e-bikes because you're basically travelling town to town. Town to town, yeah. For longer sections, you probably need two batteries. Yeah. But two batteries will, will definitely get you there. Um, but it really just depends on your riding style because probably riding with, Alyssa, Alyssa uses a bit more support. You She'll need chew more, the batteries a bit choose, more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it really just depends on what you're riding. Because I know uh, it's been done quite a few times. I think the technology has really just caught up yep. in the last maybe two or three years where mm. it was feasible to do the Mandabidi. Because I think 10 years ago, there's just no way. Yeah. Yeah, you just wouldn't be able to do it. No. And that's going to, you know, really open a lot of people to doing so you, the trail. So you can't plug into a Jarrah tree or something along the way? <laughs> have a solar panel on the back. <laughs> I have seen some, like, crazy, um, you know, cycle tourists or, like, bike packers who yeah. have, like, a solar panel behind them. But, you know, that's... You have a that's... trailer just for the solar panel. Exactly. And the solar panel is, like, as big as, like, a car trailer. Oh, you know, my like... God. That, you, that's absurd. If you pick your spots or your campsites right that are near rivers or streams, you put in one of those um, like hydro yeah, mini yeah, hydro yeah, ones you that you charge your phone with. That's yeah. not a bad idea. You could you could do it in winter. That sounds like a feasible. Yeah, there's a few along the river. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to <laughs> Manjop getting sidetracked here, guys. So yeah, Eastbrook. It's just like it puts into contrast like that plantation style carry that it's not like proper forest. When you see like trees that are, 
you know, twice as thick as what you are just everywhere. It just kind of makes you appreciate that there's areas like this still left in the state. Yeah. And then what do you climb up a little bit of a hill and then hit the road again to then head on to Golf Links Road, which is not the best way to get into town. Yeah. It, it is, yeah. I didn't enjoy the fact of having to go on a roundabout way mm. just to cross over. But, you know, there is a lot of farmland there. So I understand they're probably struggling at finding where could you put the trail. Well, you could just take it along Eastbrook to the bottom of the switchbacks and maybe go a different way into town. You mean take through the Gloucester National Park? Yeah, so mm. even if you've got a spur trail and leading into And have it as a Pembe, spur trail. Yeah, that would work actually. Um, but then I kind of think they wanted to take it near the mountain bike park yeah, in that I was, area. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like the, the whole point of it is that it goes into the mountain bike park and then... I just um, felt like we were going in a roundabout way though. It just it, it, it felt like I was wrong. I was going the wrong way. Like I mm. should be going over there, but I'm going around. Mm-hmm. In, in both cases, I didn't mind it, I have to be honest. Um, heading into town, I like the fact that you can see town from the top. Well, see, I was leaving, so I couldn't see nothing. It was behind me. So <laughs> For for Alyssa and I, leaving, it, again, like it's, it's a quiet enough road that it's not yeah. bad, but a lot of potholes. Yes. Mm. Um, and that's not great. No. Because, you know, you're just constantly going yeah. through the potholes. <laughs> Yeah. But again, it was early morning for me, um, and yeah, that beautiful scenery of the trees with the the mist and the light beaming through the trees that you get in the morning. It was mm. that was lovely, and it was actually really cold that morning. But that area does get quite cold in the mornings. Yeah, mm. I didn't mind it. Like it's easy riding. There's a few hills, but they're not like too steep. I just wanted to get into town because we'd had like a pretty strong breeze. Um, like a headwind we were going into. It was cold, uh, it was raining. We got a few showers on this section. But I think it's worth it for then scooting the mountain bike park and coming in via Pemby Pools. Okay, like it's yep. just, It's a yeah. special area and it's it probably needs to be highlighted a bit more. And yeah, because the Bibbleman kind of goes by there, but it's not as much of a feature as it is on the Mundabiddy. Mm. Yeah, because you, you kind of, you come on the edge of it whereas the Mundabidi you go like through the forest and you can see it and then you go along the edge yeah. of it and you kind of appreciate it a bit more whereas the Bibbis is kind of like it's there if you want to see it but it's not like yeah. a big feature exactly yeah 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 and then into town and town's actually quite hilly depending on where you're staying That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I was staying up the top of the hill same with me. Because <laughs> it was the only accommodation I could get. Um, and my resupply was at the bottom of the hill <laughs> at the um, general store. Yeah. And so, yeah, I rode down to get my resupply. It's late in the day and I had to ride back up with my resupply to my accommodation. Mm. So, yeah, after going to the pub, of course. Of course. Because I was down there anyway. So Yeah. 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 We, we stopped at the cafe after the visitor centre, an unsuccessful visitor centre, because there's no trail book there, which mm. we found quite a lot on the Mundabidi is each visitor centre just didn't know where it was or it just didn't exist. That's sad. Yeah, because yeah. then that's how they get funding is people sign the book and, and everything. It was quite an effort just to try and yeah. get in and find it. But yeah, we were at the top it as well. It wasn't open when I went through. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah. So we, because the time that we went through was when that guy had been murdered in town. It was a big scandal and the woman we were staying with didn't really want to go out because she knew the townsfolk would want to talk about it all the time. So we ordered pizza in so we didn't have to go back down on our bikes and get meals and, and whatnot. But yeah, it was a bit weird because I was like, we're having breakfast the next morning. It's like, why is that guy in a suit in Pemberton? That's yeah. not natural. And then Aaron's like, why do you think that guy's wearing a suit? Who would he work for? I was like, oh, he's a detective. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was a, a big thing going along in town. I still think they haven't really solved. I think they found a body this week. Yeah, it's just a, an odd thing in a small country yeah. town of 600 people. Yeah, mm. it is weird. Yeah. Because everyone, know, everyone knows who it was and who did it. And it was just like, yeah, it was a bit of a shock. Mm. But I mean, Pemby, nice town. Um, always, lovely town. I always like Pemby. Oh, yeah. Pemby's always great. I've, I've hiked into Pemby many a times mm. um, and hiked out of Pemby many a times. This was the first time I got to bike ride into Pemby. Um, but yeah, I love Pemby or I should say Pemberton for those who don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Pemby. Yeah. I feel, I mean, I'm, I'm sad that Sophie Zalakar isn't there. I mean, you could probably go back to like the very start of this podcast and I've always talked about how good yeah. the restaurant was when it was there, but. Yeah, foragers, wasn't it? Foragers. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, the cafes are good. Yeah. Um, the pub is great. So. I think no. they've really upped the ante through Pemberton the last few years. I think they've really made some improvements with the food, yeah. with the cafes and the restaurants. It's Maybe not quite as a, as big a leap as Manjimup, because I feel like Manjimup went from, like, awful to, to fantastic. Fantastic, yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, like, mm. y- you you come into the pub and you get a good feed and, you know, you can't yeah. really complain. And the cafes The are cafes good. are great. There's some nice ones. I can't remember the names of them, but there are some nice ones down on the, the strip. New, the new one that's open, Wild at Heart, is very, really, really good. I think that's the one I've had breakfast there many a time. Yeah, and yeah. you've got, there's a pizza place that the same couple owns Sauce that Kitchen, which is the burger place. place. is amazing. Yeah. So we yeah. had pizza that night because Sauce was closed. I was really looking forward to a burger from Sauce, but they were closed that night. Yeah. And I was kind of bummed, but yeah. It certainly upped its game a, a bit. And you've got Jasper's there, which mm. is a bar as well as accommodation at the yeah. bottom of the street. So. so there's plenty to choose for anybody that does go into yeah. Pemberton. And, you know, it's a great place to resupply too. Yeah. There, mm. There's, yeah. you know, plenty there. You've got your supermarket. You've got the general store, which they've got some fantastic stuff in there. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's a good resupply town. A good wine region as well. If you're into wine. wine. Yeah. Yeah. So the next day, Pemby to Northcliffe. This is probably the best day of this map. Yeah, I agree. Um, So, yeah, one that I've ridden twice, which is a bit (laughs) unusual for these pods. Both the same way. So one on my very old bike unloaded and then again on the end-to-end. So I knew what to expect. So I told Aaron, like, this is a really enjoyable day. Let's just slow down and and it's not a long day it's 45 k's i really love this section and i love this section on the bib track too the Mm -hmm. whole area is just beautiful um it's very enjoyable and i love it even when it's raining Mm. raining sunshine it's just gorgeous it's a very lovely area yeah yeah 
This is a section that I think is, you know, you'd be like in the top five best days of the entire trail. Yeah. Um, and just in terms of quality. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. leaving town, like, you depends on where you are. You've got that big hill and then you're into the Gloucester National Park with mm. the, the tree, which was actually closed. Was oh, it really? Right. Why is that? They were redoing the decking at the bottom. Oh, oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Not that I probably Not would that you have, because <laughs> no. it was it was cold and it was windy and wet that that morning. I I did the photo at the base of the tree with the bike, um, but that's it. There was no way I was climbing up that thing. Yeah, well, especially mm. after the switchbacks that you would have oh, had to have mate. ridden. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and you know what? I would have ridden at least 80% of that switchback and walked the rest. So mm. I think I did pretty good in second gear. It's quite yeah. manageable because the switchbacks they're here... They're long switchbacks. They're, they're not short. That's mm. right. They were like specifically designed for mountain bikes. And I think because of that, they've made it an enjoyable experience. Um, mm. Yeah. If you watch my YouTube video, um, yeah, I was swearing and cursing a little. I, I did, did cut that bit out of the video, but... <laughs> Yeah, it was. It just went on and on these switchbacks because they were very long, mm. and I found because I was coming up, not going down. If I was going down, I think it would have been one hell of a great ride. Um, but going up, you you were going along, and then it dips down, and then switches back and goes up, and then halfway along you'd be going over humps, which made it even harder because you're going up. Mm. Um, so I found that a bit frustrating because mm. I really had to push. Um, I think it's definitely designed to be ridden down I rather than so. up. I think so. It's definitely a down mm. ride than an up ride. But the issue I had, I think both times, is you come to sections and like a tree or a branch had fallen over and you really had to like slam the brakes Ooh. on and try and avoid that. Yeah. And I think the second time was really bad because you'd have actual trees yeah. come over um, but I mean, being so close to town, I don't think that would have been the case for very mm. long. So I, can I say, mm. I did this with my dad in early August. So we were down for the weekend for his birthday. And I said, oh, we'll go out and do an electric bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> Going up on an electric bike. Awesome. Absolutely oh, stop amazing. Stop stirring that pot. Oh, my God. <laughs> we we had the most fun, I think, of the whole section that we did going up this switchback. It was, it was so good because I'm beginning to not like you very much. <laughs> Look, I think it's better than going downhill with the yeah. electric. Um, and he, he really enjoyed it. Like he, he said, this is fantastic. You so. know what? I was actually, I got up to the top and I was so empowered. Like I just felt great because yeah. I, I made it. And then I knew there was a beer in town. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it was hard work going up. Yeah. But beautiful carry forest in that oh, area. Oh, I love that area. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just, because I was stopping quite a bit to take photos and I was a bit annoyed because it was very sunny and because mm. it was like the forest was wet, you get all the reflections. I was like, mm. well, these photos aren't going to turn out very well, but I was just like, just, just enjoy it. It's yeah. just nice forest. So you're not going to see too much of this all day, even though you do ride through quite a lot of nice forests. It's mm. not this nice. So, yeah, you've really got to savour that section. Yeah. No, absolutely beautiful. And then get down to Eastbrook and where the bib 
kind of goes off to the right and goes off to the Cascades. You head yeah. off to the left mm. and up a, a little bit of a, a tree and then join the, the rail trail there. Mm. Yeah. And they're nice rail trails through there. They are. I, I did enjoy that. Um, I enjoyed just cruising. Mm. Mm. I remember when I rode with you last year in July that I was just like, this is my happy place the yeah. whole time. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it I, felt like that. It feels like that yeah. in that section. Because yeah. I'd forgotten about that bit because I just remember going up that hill and then I was at the Pemby Trail Fest. I was like, I just picture that one spot where you go up the hill. And I was like, oh, I don't remember. And then we kind of hit the rail trail. I was like, oh, my God, I remember this. This is awesome. So I slowed down a heap and it started to rain. So I was just kind of taking it really slow and like lots of photos and Aaron was way off ahead. And then I remember you getting really excited about one of the old landing platforms that yeah, kind yeah. of disintegrated a little bit. So I was like looking out for that and then I saw it. I was like, yes, there it is. And a heap of wildflowers through here. It was just good fun riding. Mm. Of course, yeah. Wildflower season for you. You would have seen a lot on your journey when it wasn't raining. Not as many as I was expecting. I was probably yeah. like two or three weeks too early but the carry forest isn't that great for wildflowers no. anyway because it is so You'd dense get the, you get the orchids through there yeah no no so between donnelly river and yeah a bit south of north cliff was a bit of a, a barren spot for for orchids i oh. think because we'd had a very wet winter and start to spring mm. the sunshine hadn't come out just yet okay fair enough so it was probably yeah two or three weeks too early but not to mm. worry it's still a great area you might have to go back again Maybe, maybe. Mm. It's a good, I think I might take my dad out there. It's a good, good day ride, that one. Yeah. Mm. And then you start hitting the, the hilly areas. So you join a couple of the vehicle tracks and it's just mm. pleasant riding through the forest. It's like middle of nowhere, just out enjoying the day. I actually found that whole day, as you said, it's probably one of the most enjoyable days. Mm. I, I really, really enjoyed it. I felt good that whole day. Mm. It's, um, I think because a, a lot of it must be on rail trail. Cause, yeah. Because part of it as well is that while some of it is vehicle track, that vehicle track probably was rail trail before it became vehicle track. So you get nice gradients. You've got, you know, decent scenery because probably they, they logged it a long time ago and it's, it's come back nicely. Mm. Um, I remember there's like a photograph of you like pointing up at the tree. I was looking out section. for that tree. I was like, has it fallen down? Like I don't remember <laughs> that. And I came across it. I was like, yes, that's the big tree. Yeah. Stop, stop right here. Because that's on the the way to River Road Bridge. Yeah. And that big downhill into there, which would have been an uphill for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But don't you love crossing River Road Bridge? Yeah. It yeah, is good. It just, I, I remember when I came down and I saw the bib sign on my right and then I turned onto the River Road Bridge. I remember that feeling of I'm at home. Mm. It just I love that area, and I love going across that bridge. Um, and that was the first time I got to ride my bike across. Mm. Yeah, so that was that was nice. It's a long bridge. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. great that it's you know it's one of those rail bridges that you know we're talking about how most yeah. of them have disintegrated, but this yeah. is one that this is one that they there. maintain. It's it's still there. Yeah. And it's in and I, pretty good nick for yeah. what it is. And I got to walk across. I did that section of the bib a couple of months after, and I got to walk across it as mm. well. And, um, yeah, no, absolutely beautiful. Mm. Mm. But, yeah. yes, then I had to climb uphill. <laughs> that was a bit of a bugger. 
Yeah. yeah. I remember actually stopping at River Road Bridge for quite a while because on the bib it was raining when I went through there, so I didn't mm. really stop too much. And then we kind of had a little bit of a break, but not too much. Yeah. So this one, we both parked up our bikes at the end and just kind of like enjoyed the sunshine for yeah. a bit. And I went down to the river and actually shot it from below. Was there much water? Because it was virtually dry when I went through. It was a lot of water. Wow. So the full drive track that runs next to it where you can see people yeah. go in and out, there's like no way you get oh, a vehicle okay. through that was there. Just, yeah, that was just muddy sandbank. Yeah, yeah, this was like there was two or three different water courses over the wow. the bridge. So, yeah, it's a very special spot. Don't you it. love that about trails? It, it, they change so much. It depending, you know, you... you you go any time of the year and it's always different. Yeah. Every time you go. Um, so, yeah, I'd love to go back when there's water actually going under the, the bridges. And even year to year, like, you know, um, earlier on in the trail at Nanup, the rail bridge across the river, Mark and I did that in 2020. Water levels were not crazy. Mm. That same trip where I went with my dad for the ride in Pemberton, we went to Nanup. Water levels were insane. Yeah. You know, like you... You could not even see the bank, like it, wow. that that bit where the there's like a um, like a boat access yeah. was like mostly flooded. You know, like getting down to it. So it really, even year to year, it can change so yeah. much. Yeah. And from River Road Bridge, I believe there's a climb. Yeah, I remember there was a yeah, climb. Yeah, I came down on that. Road. I don't, I don't think it was too bad because I remember I was going pretty slow because I was like, if this is a longish climb. Aaron's probably going to be a bit behind me. So I just kind of like, just go at a gentle pace, enjoy it, take some mm. photos. And I just remember like really nice forest through there. I think I was even going slow enough that Aaron caught up and passed me. <laughs> yeah. It just... No, it was a nice descent. Mm. Yeah. I, I didn't mind that at all. <laughs> just, yeah. That's the thing about the rivers is you're like, yes, there's a descent, but then also on the other side, oh, I'm probably going to have to climb. Yep. And then it heads towards near where Schaefer Hut is, mm. which I remember because I was really looking out for it because we went the long way into Schaefer. The long way is better, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because the short way we did it, it was is quite way pleasant. better. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, I decided that was going to be our lunch spot. So we had lunch there, and but awkwardly there was a bib hiker in the hut. And it seemed like they were sleeping and I was kind of like, well, a bit quiet. And we went to the picnic table down by the water because we didn't want to disturb them. Later found out that was pack animal. Oh, really? <laughs> so I guess for those, I mean, who don't know, like Schaefer Hut is a Bibbleman track hut. Yeah, it's, it's got, one of my favorites. It's Absolutely got like a swimming beautiful. hole by it. Um, near, you know, it's near like some farmland, but it feels when you're there that it's quite remote and away from that. Yeah, mm. and the the swimming hole is part of a dam that the farmer has and he's sectioned off a part for the hikers to actually have a swim in. Yeah. Mm. So, um, and it's yeah, only it's like lovely. a few hundred metres yeah. from the Mundabidi. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I was making sure I looked out for that because there's a, I think it's called like Carry Hill or something, cottages that yes. you can yes. stay at. Yeah. So I was looking out for that sign and, yeah, took us into there. It's just, it's just a beautiful spot. And I really wanted to get some more photos because my original ones, my camera was fogging up and they're not that great. So I'm happy I got those. Mm. Yeah, good lunch spot if you're on the Mundabidi. Um, you just got to watch out for where the bib track crosses. Yeah. If you hit farmland after all that forest, you've gone too far. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, beautiful spot. And then, yeah, as I said, more farmland. Um, there's those, the cottages you can stay out. There's a house. I believe there's doggos. I, mean, I think I got barked out quite a bit. <laughs> going the cottages the road. look cool, though. Yeah. They're kind of like almost like kit homes, like, like yeah. m- micro yeah. homes. Yeah. Yeah, good option of, yeah. But it's just an awkward length. Like, unless yeah. you were coming from Quinnan up to there but then you're only like 10k's out from North exactly Cliff, you might so, as well just keep going yeah but i guess for walkers it's not bad you just go around the corner and you're and yeah i think a lot of comforts. big hikers do get get that little bit of luxury and stay there yeah mm. uh, i've known many that have gone and stayed there rather than stay at schaefer i personally like schaefer but schaefer's in lovely heart, it's beautiful so. yeah i wouldn't pass that mm. And then you head towards what is a different feel for this section. You move out of the forest and get into like the sandier sections where you've got a lot of paper barks and swampy areas. Mm. It feels like a bit of a prelude for what you see post Walpole. Like, just sorry, not before Walpole. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, very, very thick sand in places where you just ride and then all of a sudden it's just like. You come to a screeching halt. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is this looks like a downhill, but I'm going six kilometers an hour now. Yeah, <laughs> digging quite uh, a bit into the sand. I did the same as I did with the hills, with the sand dune, ah, uh, the sand. Mm. I was going to ride as fast as I could and see how far into that sand pit I could get before I come to that screeching halt. Yeah, no, it was just, it was fun because most of the time. Well, actually, some of the time Aaron was in front of me and I could see his tire marks. I was like, so I'll, just, just I'll just go like the other side to see if that's a bit um, bit harder. And it wasn't. No, no. Um, but yeah, when we did this through this section, there was just a lot of puddles. Um, so some you could just kind of like scoot around, but the others you just like, I'm going to be riding in a puddle I for 50 metres. I did see a photo of you standing there and I think I made a comment on the post about, so did you ride through the puddle? Yeah, we rode through most of them. Aaron's got a good video of me just riding with this big smile on my face yeah. <laughs> through one of them. Um, but then like there's just a lot of mud through here as yeah. well if it's quite wet. So it was very dry when I went through. Um, again, it was just lovely, absolutely mm. lovely. Because it's a good section where you come, like, there's this a clearing, but it's mm-hmm. not really a clearing because it's just grass trees either side mm-hmm. of the track. I just remember that from the first time we did it. And the like, sand, it's quite sandy. Yeah. It's almost like mm-hmm. somebody had bought a dump truck of sand through there. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's kind of weird, like it was out of place. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like they transplanted a section of the Pinger Up Plains yeah. and went, here you yeah, go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Have some white sand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then onto the road, which mm. borders, or it's either side is farmland. And it's it's a bit of a relief after that sandy section just yeah. to get some nice, smooth tarmac. I've got a photo of you with, like, hands off the, <laughs> off the handlebars, just enjoying the freedom of the road. <laughs> like, what is it? I can see a two in front of my speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's times like that where you go, I actually don't mind the road sections. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It, the tarmac's not always that bad. Mm. Especially uh, if it's not a busy, you know, no. busy yeah. road. And it, if you're not on it for a long period of time either. Yeah, mm. agree. And, and this is quite flat as well. I mean, the only traffic you're going to see is maybe the occasional tourist or farmer, mm. but yeah. it's it's quite safe, that road. Yeah. And the carries along there are, like, massive. Just beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. absolutely spectacular. They're, mm. they're, it's, it's like uh, riding through a McCubbin painting. Mm. Mm. Just beautiful. Yeah. 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 
Aaron didn't quite enjoy this section because no. I rode past one of the farms and I must have set off the dogs that live oh. there and he actually physically got chased away from the farm. He said, there's, oh. there's nothing like a bit of motivation to keep you going <laughs> at speed. I, I, I had one of the dogs sitting there watching me, so I gave him a really wide berth mm. and then continued on. But he didn't, yeah, he was just sitting there watching yeah. me. I was kind of wondering if I could hire them for the rest of the trip to chase him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's a bit cruel. <laughs> um, but it does end and then you turn onto where the bib follows as well and there's that. Yep. That very weird road mm. where it's it's fantastic carry trees, but then you get to a point and the farmers just put tape across the road. And you're like, I well, didn't see that. Like, if you didn't know what you're meant to do, you're like, well, where am I meant to go? Yeah. Mm. And, and the road is like tilled and like just awful. Yeah, oh, really I muddy. Know the section yeah. Yeah, yeah. that you're talking about just now. Just before the Gardner yeah. River. Uh, yeah. I actually tilted my bike under it. Yeah, and managed yeah. to get it under. Yeah, because I didn't know if it was electric. No, no, it's, it's, it's tape. It's tape. Yeah, but, not, but sometimes yeah. in Europe the tape is electric. Oh, right. That's... Yeah, so I've zapped myself many a time on a hiking trail. So I'm looking at this, going, "Yeah, I don't want to touch this." So I had to very carefully was trying to tilt my bike to go under and not get zapped at the same time and crawl under with my bike. Mm. I, I probably looked hilarious, actually, while doing <laughs> This yeah. middle-aged woman trying to put a bike under without, yeah, without touching the tape. Mm. I feel like the guy who owns it just doesn't like that people come through here. Do you think it's just something to annoy us? or? Yeah. I, 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 told I couldn't Aaron. see the point in it because there was two. Yeah, yeah there was two under. of them. I think because yeah. the, the way the tracks are, and it, it's so boggy that there must be a lot of cattle go through there yeah. a lot of the time. But yeah, I told Aaron, I was like, if you get to tape, just keep going. Don't think you have to turn left on the road. Just mm. keep going through. And it was just like, it's a bit of a downer because there's no real markers there to say, actually, yeah, you need to go yeah. through. You have to venture past it. And then you're like, oh, there's a bib marker or a Mundabidi yeah. marker. I always have a rule, though, when you um, come to a section where you're not too sure and there's no sign, you keep going straight. Mm. If there's no turning sign, you go straight. It's yeah. More often than not, it is just straight ahead. Yeah. And it does lead to one of the, the more beautiful sections on the day. Yeah. I love that bridge going over the Gardner River. Oh, gorgeous. They just have very fond memories. And then there's that photo that you took of me. And I'm like standing up on my bike going over it. I was just like, yeah, that's, that's, I remember that as a really nice, nice day. Yeah. And the carry forest from there, basically all the way into town, is, is quite nice through the yeah. forest part. Mm. Let's see. You get to the, the hollow butt. Yeah, I wanted to ask about that because um, when I rode out, it was early in the morning and I saw the hollow butt and I thought, I wonder if you're allowed to camp there because there is uh, fire pits, there's a water tank, mm, yeah. there's picnic tables. It's almost like a camp. Yeah. Not, not, there was no sign saying that you couldn't camp there. You probably could, I'm guessing. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah, so when we had Jake on, so Jake did a series... Um, on his Mundavidi ride. Yeah. And he pointed out that there's nothing to say you can't camp there. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. There was no sign saying that you can't camp here. Yeah. There is a water tank. There is 
picnic tables. Yeah. There are fire pits. Because normally and they fire say... fire pits usually no. suggest camping. Mm. Yeah. Because you don't like the fire in the middle of the day to have a picnic. Uh, usually, I've seen people have do seen, that at Yeah, usually South it's something Ledge. you... Yeah. Well, yeah. And at but the... Southledge is another place where I think you could possibly camp. There's even a toilet there. Yeah. Mm. But there's nothing saying that you can't camp there. Yeah. Bridgetown Jarrah Park has a fire pit there as well. So I think it is possible that they have them. But this is an example where I think there's a bit of a grey area and you yeah. could get away with yeah. it. And say, Actually, when we passed through, there was a Toyota Tarago parked there and they didn't look like they were just looking at the area. It seemed yeah. like they'd got all their stuff in the back. So maybe they were looking to just stay there and, and camp Stealth. for the night. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, you're so close to Northcliffe. Why, why not just well, go that, in? Well, that's the and... other thing. Northcliffe is literally just there. But mm. if you couldn't get accommodation for whatever reason, at least you've got a backup. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And but North... I always stay at the pub, the Northcliffe pub. See, we stayed at a and b called Pippinvale. And okay. I highly recommend. Yeah. Um, it's just out of town. It's in the old mill section. And Pippa, who runs it, like, just... It's a proper bed and breakfast. Like she'll cook if you say beforehand she charges you a bit of extra and she'll cook you a, like a proper dinner. There's a nice breakfast. Nice. Comfy beds to stay in. There's a doggo there. It's It was a really enjoyable. Like I was looking forward to yeah. like staying at a proper B&B. And she's a very good host um, in Northcliffe if you want to stay there. Oh, that's one to keep in mind. Definitely. Mm. But Northcliffe, it's a... I mean, it's got everything you need. It's got a general store. There's a cafe, a co-op, a pub. It's everything you kind of need out of a trail town. Yeah, I, I actually like Northcliffe. It's it's very um, tiny. Mm. It's cute. Um, it seems like they don't really care about the, the the outer world. They're just kind of in this little just, bubble. Yeah, and that's that's great. Like they don't. You step back in time and. In a way. Yeah, like there's there's no employment link to logging. There's no real desire to get people in. I mean, there's a visitor centre there is actually quite extravagant for the, the size of the town. The visitor centre is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just a nice place to be. It's just in the middle of the forest and there's plenty of history there as well. Um, and unfortunately was devastated by the 2015 fires, yeah. but they've bounced back pretty quickly from yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. And it's becoming, um, it's quite a mountain bike town, um, I believe. They've yeah, got the a lot carry of, cup race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're pretty big on the, the mountain bikes. Mm. And one of the few visitor centres where there was actually a logbook to sign. <laughs> yes, and that was open when I got there. Yes, and yeah. stocks uh, feed the hike products as well. Yes, they do. Um, you will find the long... The Mundbindi on most of the trail towns, virtually all of them, have our products, which is really, really good to see. So, yes, you can stock up on good food along the way. Mm. So that brings us to the end of the section. Where would you guys rate this in terms of the the maps um, for the, the whole Mundabindi? Is this up the top? Is it down the bottom? I'd have to say three quarters of the way up. Yeah. I really did enjoy this section. It wasn't hard. It was comfortable. It was a comfortable section. Um, and it was beautiful to ride through the Kerry forests. How about mm. you, Don? 
I think, so for me, I think that particularly Pemberton to Northcliffe is like mm. one of the best sections of the yeah. whole trail. Top five day um, yeah. by far. I think that this section, uh, and partly why I did this with Alyssa, is that basically from Northcliffe up to Nana is like the best section to take someone who's never done mm. bikepacking before. I think if you're going to go for like a week and or like, you know, mix and match how where you want to stop. Say you just yeah. want to do Northcliffe to Manjumarp or as we did Pemberton to Nanup. Mm. It just, because the, it's every day you're through a town. Yeah. It just makes it so inviting and so, so um, just pleasurable to do. It takes mm. out some of that challenge of having to carry food for three or four days. Exactly. So this is a section that I really recommend... Uh, for people who are, uh, particularly if it's your first time, you're just, you're just taking that leap from hiking into mountain biking, uh, you know, into bikepacking. Yeah. This is really a great section to do um, because of the convenience aspect of it. Yeah, it does open up the doors to the wider range of people to give yeah. it a go. And the carry loam as well is just much nicer to ride on than pea gravel. Oh, pea gravel. I yeah. think a lot of people who start in <laughs> Perth, you know, maybe might give up because of how awful the pea gravel can be. So yeah. this is a good section where people get an idea of what, you know, how nice this sort of forest riding can be. And hopefully, you know, it gets people hooked on, on doing it if it's just their first section. Yeah, because there's no, there's nothing too major or technically difficult through this section. Yeah. We did talk a little bit about the soft sand, but there wasn't a lot. There was mm. only one small section. Yeah. So we there is nothing really hard through there. Mm. The hills weren't huge. Mm. Um, going up for me, going up to the big carry for um to the big tree, that was pushing it that was a bit hard but otherwise no it, i think it's a very doable section for most people for most abilities and where would you put it mark like if i guess given that you've just done it very recently yeah i can talk about these things now i would put it kind of in the middle to above average yeah um so certainly pemberton and Northcliffe lifts this quite a way up um but yeah i mean as if you're riding south to north or north to south, this is the middle section. Mm -hmm. So by the time you get here, your trail fitness should be quite high and it shouldn't present too much of a problem. So it's just more about enjoying what's available. Um, for me, like we didn't get the best weather through here and the logging kind of annoyed me quite a bit. <laughs> but apart from that, it's it, there's a good variety to enjoy. Um, mm. It's, yeah. I mean, I mean, after doing Pemberton Northcliffe last year with you, I thought, wouldn't it be great if every town was linked this way? And I think this could form the blueprint for that. Yeah, I know that the um, Antrimont wanted to do a bit of work with the rail trail because basically it's a rail trail that goes all the way, well, a railway line that mm. goes all the way from like Bridgetown through to Northcliffe. Oh, that would um, be nice. But it's it's still officially a, a railway line, even though there's yeah. trees growing through the middle of it. Mm. And the middle of uh, Manchamup, which is the linear park, yeah. Yeah. has been pulled out. So, uh. um, you know, basically there's, I think there's a lot of room to grow. And I think, you know, how amazing would it be if they could 
you know, yes, it is basically going Manjum up to Pembiton, but how great would it be if there was like a loop so you could take the rail trail to Pembiton, do the loop back to Manjum up, and you'd have this like circular mm. path. Um, and as you say, like, you know, if, if you see this as the blueprint of how you can go town to town mm. using uh, rail corridors and things like that to link it up and create uh, more of a choose your own adventure through the southwest. Yeah, I think, yeah, hopefully by, I think the blueprint like the strategy is 2050 and if you could have almost every town in the southwest linked by some kind of corridor or gravel path or whatever like they're doing with the Wandani track it would just be amazing for people to be like oh well I've got four days I want to get from here to here mm. have transport services or you drive your cars to either end it's just it makes it so much easier to enjoy a southwest trip and especially yeah. if you've got got the bike you can just repeat that over and over rather than do sections of the Mundabidi, you know two or three times it it just opens up the possibilities did you say 2050 yeah that's pretty sad I, my um yeah bike yeah. packing days i think most I'll of my be, days will be gone by then. I'll be retirement age. This is what um, I'll, be, I'll be looking at. <laughs> I have so much time. Yeah, I think I, think I, would, I probably would have dearly departed this planet by then, sadly. No, so, no. I, I think a lot yeah. of this will come up before then. I hope so. I, I think it's just a matter of funding and this is just a, a you know, a, because they've got a lot there in the 2050 plan that is probably, some of it's quite difficult, some of it's low-hanging fruit. Some of the low-hanging fruit, I think, we will see sooner than that, and I really hope it does. Um, but it just really requires political will and enough people who actually want to do it, uh, you know, to push the issue. So hopefully we see something. Yeah. And I know this has been quite a long pod, but something we have done with our guests um, is to get them to explain their bikepacking setup. Okay. And I yep. noticed watching your YouTube videos... Um, because the camera is set up at the front, it shows your handlebar set up. And yeah. I just noticed there's one very, very tiny bag. So where did all of the rest of your gear go? Because you're not a traditionally light packer when you're a hiker. And I um, imagine that carries over to bike packing. So where did all your gear go? Yeah, I had saddlebags at the back that I picked up um, from Marketplace for $50. They went great. It wasn't fantastic. They broke about two days before I finished, the zipper broke, so I sort of had to come up with a way to keep it all together. Um, yeah, I carried exactly what I could carry when I was hiking, so that so it wasn't too bad. But I did carry extra water, uh, mainly because it was very, very hot. Mm. It was extremely hot, so I was going through the water. Um, yeah, so that was my setup. I found that the killer as well as like the harder days became harder because you then had to carry more water. Yes. Like some of the, the longer days you're like, well, there's lots of hills here. You want it to be nice and easy, but then you're like, we'll I have to carry an extra two liters of water. That makes it. Yeah. I, harder. when I was trying to work out where to put the water, I found that very difficult because I knew having all that water in the saddlebags was really bogging down the back of the bike mm. so I split the two and I was carrying a small backpack so I put half the water in the saddlebag um, on the top of the frame and the other half in my backpack so it would just even it out a little bit yeah 
And the bike that you chose to use? Okay, the bike that I chose to use was actually my husband's bike. He hadn't been riding it and I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to take it and get it set up ready. I put fatter tyres on it so I could get through the softer sand. Um, And, yeah, just I didn't do a whole lot to it, to tell you the truth. Um, Yeah, I went in this very blind, (laughs) but it was so much fun. I enjoyed it, yeah. Excellent. And I believe you have a special offer for those that are still listening. So all of you who are still listening, I'd like to say thank you for sticking with us um, through this very long podcast. And, um, yeah, I have a special offer. Feed the Hike um, are offering for the whole month of October 10%. So that's 10% off whatever you buy from our website, which is feedthehike.com. So we have six meals now um, and eight soups to choose from. And, of course, we've got the books as well. So store-wide, 10%. All you have to do is read the description below that Don will put there and it'll give you the code to use. So, yeah, thank you very much, Michelle. That's much appreciated. I know I enjoyed quite a few soups and meals along the way when I was at the campsite and they definitely... Um, hit the spot after a long day of cycling. (laughs) Yes, I have to say I fueled myself the whole way we feed the hike and um, yeah, that's what got me through. It was... I haven't had any of your food on the trail but I have had it at home (laughs) and and it's actually, it's really, like I I really like the minestrone soup. I thought that was like a really good you know, just a good quality soup because I think some of the things that people you know, would look at it goes like, oh is what's the difference between this and a cup of soup? And it is a huge There's difference. There's a huge difference. So yeah. there, there, you are having real food. Yeah. And it's packed with vegetables. There is nothing hidden in there. It's real food. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if you boys have tried our last two dishes that we've had out, the chili beans or the vegan butter chicken. Highly recommend that. Absolutely amazing i'll get onto that so yes. you've got to get onto that yeah i've had yep. the the vegan butter chicken and very yum yeah yeah all right thanks michelle for coming in and my pleasure thanks for having me again guys i no really worries. enjoy this that was our very 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 long <laughs> manage up to Northcliffe <laughs> section but we are back and hopefully we'll be having regular episodes from now on thank you everyone for listening If you've enjoyed this episode or any other episode of Real Trail Talk, then please rate us on whatever platform you're currently listening to us on. Ratings really help us to reach an audience, especially those who are looking to learn about the outdoors in Western Australia and Australia in general. If you had any questions or suggestions for future episodes, you can email us at realtrailtalk at gmail.com or contact us through our social media channels. Thanks again and stay tuned for our next episode.